to the Mixed Pixel Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Larry David. <laughs> I hope you don't use that microphone for anything else because this sickness is just. Today, I have, I have over it. I, I am I am one of your hosts, Bill Conway. Today, I am a little sick. I don't necessarily sound like it, but I am. Yeah, you look like shit. <laughs> I always look like shit. Uh, Rob, Trainee, that's why we stopped doing video. Rob Trainee is with us. That's the only reason. Yeah, it's selfish. <laughs> why we stopped doing video podcasts. And uh, Jose, you're here too. Yep. Um, how you guys doing? Good for now until I get sick later. Yeah, we'll just you. keep nodding no. our heads. It's a we gift. It's a gift. It's a gift that I bestow upon you. It's a gift. I mean, I'm course. off for the next three days. The like, reason I did that voice no. in the beginning. Do you guys remember? How much do you guys remember about old Xbox Live? Like old Xbox Live, like Xbox, like original, Xbox, the original right? Xbox, the Halo Two. What days. about it? Well, I'll never... the voice isn't something I remember from. <laughs> oh well, it should be. They had a feature on the original. Like, I mean, it might have been on the 360 as well. They had a feature where I guess if you wanted to hide who you are, you can do a voice mask. <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh my god! I'll never forget the first time I heard this. <clears throat> I guess it's so like maybe kids don't get harassed if you uh-huh. have a kid. But like, this isn't helping the situation. Like, I don't want anyone to make fun of me, so I'm gonna hide my voice. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> I do kind of remember that. And that's what it sounded like. It everyone's masked voice. Yeah. Sounded like this. <laughs> Guys, there's someone on point B. And like, it, it like made it sound deeper and just weird. I, I guess so. Like, oh, it begins. Like, everyone's getting sick. This is if you're listening. Morning, if you're listening so. to this, uh, take precautions. Sanitize. It's gonna come through. Yeah. the podcast. That's the power of music. We're gonna get you sick through your headphones. It's the power of music, or just through the air. I'll never forget the first time I heard it. I was sitting there with my cousin, and we were playing Halo Two. This is my first exposure to online video games. We were playing Halo Two. On the map burial grounds, I'll never forget when that voice came through the speaker. Cause it, my cousin's like, "Could you believe it? We're playing with people all over the world." And I'm just sitting there, like, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And he's like, putting that, he puts his headset on, and he's like yelling at the it, this now, you know, this is where it begins. He's putting the headset on, he's yelling at people like, "Put on a mic, put on a mic, you fuckers! You enhance your experience. Put on the mic." And then like, uh, he had everyone else's voices coming through the TV. And he's yelling at somebody, and somebody responds with, Hey, fuck you, man. And I'm just sitting there like, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, uh, I'm playing with people all over the world. I'm experiencing cultures I've never experienced before. What voice was that? Whose fucking idea was that feature, man? Whose idea was that feature? No one's going to make fun of someone that sounds like a dying old man. No, that, people are going to make fun of them probably more no, than I'm if sure. they were just some kid. They absolutely are. Like, what are you? Some kind of a mutant Spider-Man? Like, what? Especially <laughs> once everyone found out that it was people hiding there. Mutant yeah. Spider-Man. Like, what are you trying to hide, man? Exactly. Well, yeah. I, I had no idea. <laughs> I miss, though. I miss when people would talk on the internet on video games. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that anymore. Not on console, at least. Nowhere. PC, yeah, because it's text chat. And like, mm-hmm. like people are more willing to type in Overwatch general chat on PC mm-hmm. um, than plug in a mic and talk on Overwatch. But man, I miss the days when yeah, I, like, I never talk. I'm, I'm honestly, I played when Destiny came out. I picked up the beta, and I was just riding around. There's there no proximity chat or anything. But there's one guy just invited me to voice chat in the beta. I was like, all right. I mean, when was the last time I actually talked to somebody? Well, that's, that's the thing though. That's why nobody does it because it's kind of <laughs> weird now. But I was like, all right, because there's the one guy I found out in the middle of nowhere. He sent me a chat. I was like, sure, I'll talk to this random dude. And we ended up playing Destiny for like the first year of the game, just like all the time. Starcross from the West Coast. <laughs> and then like we met someone else in the beta when the game came out, the three of us all played together. 
And like it, that just doesn't really happen. That's a natural online experience. Yeah. And it's the last time it's ever happened to me. You guys are weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I met a stranger online and I talked to him. Bunch of weirdos. I told him where I lived. Just the oh, state. Oh. No, just the state. <laughs> just... I met a guy in WoW once who lived down the street from me. <laughs> really? He lent me gold to buy a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you talking about this. Yeah. Actually, I, I played with a, a random <clears throat> on Left 4 Dead who lived, like, up by, like, Kidder Street. Wow. Which I thought was kind of strange. Small We're world. We're doxing ourselves even more. Small world. <laughs> find us. Go ahead. You go through all our podcasts, eventually you'll be able to find us. You're never going to find us because we're taking preventative measures to mask our voice. <laughs> anyway, it's been a it's been a busy uh, uh, week, mm-hmm. video game-wise. We had the release of the brand new Nintendo Switch. Cook! That's a noise, yeah. He did it better than I did, Jose. I think uh, can do it right now. Cook! They probably won't pick it up, though. Put it in and goes cook! Hold on. It is cock. Yeah, Rob's taunting us with his Nintendo Switch. Uh, yep, by he, sliding he, his cock on he it. Just, he, just, he just whipped it out. Oh, man. I don't know if that yeah. actually picked it up. I, there you go. It might have. People get the idea. Oh, Rob, did you know if you tap the screen on that, it randomizes a bunch of clicking noises? Yeah, turn that on. Now, for people listening at home, Rob is turning his Switch on. Look at all those different... Listen, listen to all those clicks. I hope it's gonna pick up on the microphone. No, scratch it with your nails. Yeah, this is fascinating. Yeah, if you scratch it with your nails, you get a free, you get a free uh, dick from Mario. <laughs> anyway, I guess I gotta wait till Odyssey comes out. <laughs> yeah, it comes out of his live hat. Um, so Rob, you got the Nintendo Switch. It's in yep. your hands. I'm looking at it right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's a nice, it's a nice looking system. Yeah. Uh, what do you think <clears throat> about the Switch? I I really like it personally. The Joy Cons, like the things that it did to detach from the sides of it. Um, yeah. Like, they have a grip that you can put in to use it as a controller, but it mm-hmm. kind of feels kind of small like that. And the Pro Controller is $70, and I'm not willing to spend that. Yeah. Everything about it I like except for the price of the controllers. <laughs> the accessories are nuts. Yeah, we've talked mm-hmm. about that in the past. The accessories yeah. are nuts. So now, now you're living in a post-Switch launch world. Yeah. You're you know, you're now the prime target for the accessory <laughs> uh, marketing. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking? you going to buy a bunch? You I, buy I mean, eventually, maybe, but not until it's like a sale. I just I can't justify $70 on a controller. Sure. I won't even buy a PS4 controller for 60 I already bought one. <laughs> A, pr- a pro controller? Yep. For the Switch? Yep. For real? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I will. I, will. I don't know if you got like a sick deal on it or something. <clears throat> but I've gotten used to it because it's nice. It, it, I've always wanted a controller that I can use in two halves. When I'm really lazy and I don't want my hands to be on And you lap. just kind of want to like... And I just lean back. Yeah. I got my hands to my sides and I can still play my games. So my controller out. is in two different parts. Sprawl out, yeah. That's, that seems to be the theme of the Switch. You know, you can play it in so and, many um, different ways. You can play it And just being able to play a game on my TV, put the Joy-Cons back on the console, pop it out, and it's instantly... Yeah, on the screen that was cool. I can play. Like, I got to see that in action. Like I brought it here. I'm playing Zelda here while we were setting up. Yeah, and that's awesome that I can just bring it wherever. For sure. And I got to buy a carrying case. That's cool. But <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, screen protector, carrying case. I can uh, buy the screen protector. You don't want to break this thing. No. There's already reports of apparently the dock scratching, scratching uh, the bezels. Hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah, but I bought good. a screen protector just in case. Good idea. That was something I was thinking about when I saw the dock. Like, yeah, it's, it's very like it's much more like plastic than like, I expected. Like. It's pretty close to the screen when you slide it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's apparently a little gap, but like if you're just kind of plopping it in there. Yeah, well, I, I that's an I always carefully like yeah, mission impossible. Yeah, yeah, just... operation. You don't want to buzz the sides. Miyamoto comes punches you. Um, <laughs> and he's still smiling when he does it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an innovative punch in the balls. He does it <laughs> with HD rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like that gif where he like does that head nod with the pigment. <laughs> That's what he pushes. He goes. He's standing, he's smiling. 
<laughs> so you're playing Zelda. Yes. I have some questions for you, Rob, about sure. Zelda. Uh, I wrote these questions is up this, today. Is this minor spoilers? No. For... Okay. No. Wait, wait, minor spoilers. I'll probably talk like, no, some people are crazy about spoilers, you know, like any oh, little yeah. thing. Yeah, there's Zelda in this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, anti- I'm not going to get into any story spoilers if we talk about it, obviously. I'm, like, I'm anti-spoiler, like yeah. 100% about a lot mm-hmm. of things. I think we talked about this before. But yeah. like the people freaking out about some of the things they're seeing, like yeah. in, a, in the video review for Zelda, like, I didn't want to see that her and Link talk. Like, dude, it's in every trailer. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Like, like there, there's things like just don't watch it. Don't yeah. watch anything about it. If you want to, if you want to know nothing, so don't watch anything. I wrote up these questions this morning. I woke up and immediately did this. Okay. I named the segment questions about the game Rob is playing, but nobody else is. <laughs> um, and I got a list of questions here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, now this one's already been answered, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Okay. What is this game called? The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay. Good answer. That's the correct answer. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> what do I win? Um, this game, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, has a peculiar name. Uh, does Link breathe wildly? No. Um, could you elaborate? No. Okay. Uh, how many hours have you played so far? Um, I played a good amount. I don't know if there's a tracker. Actually, I can probably check my save file. Off the top of your head, really? Off the top of my head, I have no fucking clue. Um, what percentile 16. of those hours have you had Link shirtless? Like, less than one. What's your favorite thing about shirtless Link? The shirtlessness. Is Yoshi in this game? Not that I've seen, but I mean... What's the gun customization Kirby was in... like? <laughs> There's a lot of bows. No guns. I'm told there are over 100 shrine puzzles in the game. Do any of their solutions unlock the hidden meaning to existence and why we were put on this planet to rot and die, sad and alone, without anyone to hold us except the sweet fading sounds of a worn-out Carly Rae Jepsen vinyl? Yes. Fucking good game. <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's all the questions I have for you That this has been um, questions about the game Rob is playing but nobody else is Rob what are your genuine thoughts on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild I... it's good the reviews are absolutely it's getting 10s right. out of 10s people are shitting 10s like, out their ass they're going down to the market shit out of 10 they're going down to the store shit out of 10 going to the restaurants shitting out 10s is this game a 10 Rob yes how many shirts have you taken off in the game 10 no 10 shirts off out of 10 does Link have, have nipples yet. Yes. Link has nipples. I think. Are they drawn? Are they pink? They're blue. They're blue nips. I mean, no, he no, shows in the game, but he's got to have nipples. You think Mario has nipples? I don't want to think about it. No, he does. <laughs> We've already looked at hairless Mario. Hairless I don't want to Mario. look at hairless nippleless Mario. Or hairless nippled Mario, in this case. Maybe it's pierced. Mario's got, Mario's got voluptuous nips. But, um, it, you <laughs> know, it's a, it's a whole open world game, but yet it's all so meticulously handcrafted. Yes, yes. How does like, Nintendo do the open world around? Lay it on me. Well, that's what I just said. <laughs> More! They, they handcraft it. Like, there's there's an icy river. If you get into it, you'll die. You'll die. The, the water is just too cold. You don't have enough hearts. Okay. So you gotta survive in this game. Yes. Interesting. Sometimes. Tell me more. Because you can cook food, you can hunt animals, you cook meat with herbs. And could you go vegan in this game? Yeah. I suppose you could. Cool. Cook, Just cook apples and eggs and rice. Would that be sufficient enough to survive the entirety of Breath of the Wild, The Legend of Zelda? Probably. Because when you get into cold areas, you need to get warmer clothes. You need to cook like peppers into your meals. If you just cook peppers, that'll keep you warm. Yeah, so you, 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 you have, have a pepper diet. Yeah. Hot pepper Lincoln. <laughs> But so there's this river you gotta cross, and there's just these two bridges, but the bridges are both broken. Yeah. And so one solution is you can chop down a nearby tree, and the tree's got an axe sticking out of it already. And you can chop down that tree, the log flows down the river, and it gets blocked by these posts, so the bridge is not there, and you can run across. 
Further down, there's another bridge, and it's got this big, like, metal door on it. And this Sheikah tablet you have gives you, like, certain powers in the game. And one of them lets you lift mag uh, magnetic objects. So you pick the door up, and you place it as part of a temporary bridge. And there's a lot of things like that. Cool. Just all throughout the game. And the shrines are all, like, mini dungeons, just short little puzzles. Yeah. And some of them are harder than others, obviously. Uh, so I was in a combat one yesterday. I just gave up. I was watching And you. by give up, I mean I died horribly. I was watching. You suck. And you will die a lot in this game. This is the first Zelda game where I think I've died this many times. Like I've the seen the game over screen more than I've seen you play. <laughs> and um, it's just the shrines are fun. The, there's little tiny puzzles spread all throughout the world with the little, little leaf guys, the Koroks. Korok seed puzzles. Yeah. And there's how many there are of those. 900. Not exaggeration. I'm going to beat them all. There's a lot of them. I'm going to 100% this game. I Probably not. I also, the ability it. to climb anything. Yes. It sounds like a gimmick. It is so useful. How do you think Link climbs just anything? Spider powers. Okay, he's just touching walls and I'm <clears> climbing it now. He got bit by a golden skulltula. Climb of the wild. And it lets him climb walls now. Are there skulltulas in this game? I haven't seen any. Oh, is Zelda in this game? I haven't seen her. But I bet she's in it. Ah. <laughs> Spoilers, dude. <laughs> Spoilers. So, um, you do still get attacked if you attack a Coco. I don't know how their name's actually pronounced. The chickens in the game. If you attack it, a swarm will come out of nowhere and try to kill you still. How's the music in this game? Uh, the music's actually interesting. Out in the world, it's very ambient. Just the sounds of nature with a couple, like, someone taps a piano. A lot of piano in this game, I've heard. Uh, but when you go into towns, when you go into villages, uh, into dungeons, there's, there's music. And the music for those is still just great. The shrine music is awesome. It is cool. Um... They haven't faltered with the music. And the sound design, as you told me yesterday, was done by... Um, yeah, there's some Animal Crossing people involved in this yeah. video game. And it shows, because so the sounds in this game... Like, a lot of the old sounds are still there, but the new sounds are just satisfying. Tom Nook's in the game. Probably. You know who he is? Tom Nook. Link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Link just hides his raccoon tail in his uh, underwear. So have you been playing it uh, handheld, docked? Um, both. Both. How's it feel in both ways? Uh, great both ways. Uh, it looks great on my TV. Uh, apparently, it's 900. Uh, yeah, 900 pixels, p on TV. Which is weird, on, but, uh, you know, the game's that? artistic style <clears throat> does a lot for it. Like, the game just looks weird. It's a great merging mm. of, like, Wind Waker, but also people aren't little, tiny people. <laughs> Have you encountered frame rate issues in uh, Here and there, mode? yes. That's, that's the in-docked mode, and maybe not in handheld. I haven't, I, really, I hear, I haven't played too much yeah, handheld. Handheld mode apparently stays locked. Uh, that's good. Oh, um, I have noticed some frame rate issues when a lot's going on. Nothing like terribly yeah. bad. Like I've seen yeah. some people whose games just like stop for a minute, and nothing like that. But it does chug along here and there. I mean, but all the grass is just always like moving. Chugging it's not necessarily an excuse, but it doesn't take me away from the game too much. <laughs> Get up. So you haven't played too much of it yet, right? So in terms of like like a lot of detail, uh, um, like flowing out of your head. Um, is there much more you want to say about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Um, just that I really like it. The weapon variety okay. is really cool. So here's what I'm going to do now. Okay. It's a lightning round. Okay. You got to give me a 10-word review of the Switch and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Go. No. That's one word. First word's no. What's your second word? I will not do that. I will not do that. Six words. You got four words left to, to recommend Zelda and the Switch. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. One word left. Man. Man. No, I will not do that. It's pretty good, man. You've heard the official review of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. Robbie, do you have any other games for your Switch? 
I think uh, I played the demo of Snipper Clips. I got the Snipper Clips Snipper demo. Clips, Snipper Clips. Just Snipper Clips. Yep. Yeah, I, always demo say, I always want to go with Snipper Clippers. Sound better. Does sound better. Change the name of your game. I don't care if it's already out. The game's name was originally Friend Shapes. That makes sense. Good pun. Big fan. Oh. oh. Why'd they change it? Friend Shapes is great. Yeah. Good name. Especially because the, the object of the game is to just, you're these yeah. two little shapes. And you're doing it with your friend. And you and... just cut pieces <laughs> off. Of friend. the other shape and, to yeah. fit into dotted lines or... And it's all about friendship. Shoot basketballs and hoops. So it's a good name. It was apparently an indie game that Nintendo saw on the floor of PAX and they were oh. really interested in it and they contacted a developer and were like, make it for us. Well, we're that's cool because that's another thing about the Switch yeah. is the Joy-Cons. Each Joy-Con can be used as a single controller. Yes. And it's not as uncomfortable as I would have expected to use it that way. It's still sort of uncomfortable, but you the, get past the it. The only one that I'm looking at here, I'm sure people have seen pictures, is the right Joy-Con. looks like it'd be strange because it's in the middle. The stick's in the middle. I don't know, that's because you hold it like this. It doesn't really get to you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> cool, though. And I think cool. when you're... Because this one, you're, you're hand-stretching from the other yeah, side. Yeah, Rob's currently holding the left Joy-Con in his I prefer. Hands. I actually prefer the right Joy-Con. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. I'm gonna be, once Mario Kart comes out and we really get a chance to try a, like, a full-fledged yeah, game for sure. with a single yeah. Joy-Con, then we'll really see Absolutely. how frustrating it is. More Nintendo Switch coverage coming soon in the future for the Mixed Pixel Podcast. Jose, what do you think about Zelda? You've been playing it? You've been enjoying it. You like Zelda? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, but Rob's on one among us who have been playing Zelda. He's the only one who owns a Switch. Um, uh, for now. Um, <laughs> meaning that he's not going to own one soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other big game that, that came out this week that we've all uh, had a taste of, uh, that is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, and that game is fantastic. This is Sony's big success. Uh, their next biggest exclusive from Gorilla Games, the guys who brought you Kill Zone 2. And 1. And 1. And, and 3. And 3. And Shadowfall. Shadow There's also a handheld game called Mercenary. And then that standalone DLC for Shadowfall, which I always forget the name of. I know it's a thing, but yeah, I don't remember its name. Yeah, and why isn't that plus oh, yet? Because I want to play that. That's four player co op. Why that? is it Shadowfall not plus? <laughs> yeah, for real. Because they have Horizon Zero Dawn now. Killzone's dead. <laughs> There's actually still people playing Mercenaries online on the, yeah. on the, on the, on the Vita. Vita. Yeah. yeah, that was a plus game. That's because they got nothing else to play. The Vita. Vita game, yeah. It's actually good. I played. People it. still play that. People That's still play um, wow, that fucking Call of Duty game that was on the Vita. They still play that online. What the fuck? Yeah, all the big, all the shooters for some reason have a pretty. Decent... I bet. I bet you like that Call of Duty has like a really tight knit community, like on the Vita, like only like, like... those same two guys that could yeah. play Halo Two yeah. itself. They're like, look, guys, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's probably like thirty people, and they're always on, and they're like, they're and talking they, about their wives and their kids. They wear balaclavas while they play. <laughs> <laughs> they're really immersed. Um, they're playing out in the sand because uh, they have a Vita; they can play anywhere. Um, but yeah, no, Horizon Zero Dawn came came out this past mm -hmm. week from Gorilla Games uh, to much critical acclaim. The game was reviewed super, super well. Um, I have played just about all of it. Um, I am near the end. I have one more story mission left, and a few little side things to wrap up, but uh, I have more than uh, uh, devoured that game in less than a week. Uh, very disgusting. Uh, I feel gross. Uh, but the game is so good, I could not put it down. Uh, Rob, you've been playing it. Jose, uh -huh. you've been playing it. Uh, what do you think of the game, Jose? Are you a fan of Horizon Zero Dawn? I love it. What are your first impressions of Horizon Zero Dawn? I love it. It's, it's, it's just, <clears throat> everything about it is just really well done. This gorgeous world that's been drawn out, and the the story has pretty much been like a mystery from the beginning for yeah. everyone. 
Yeah. So going in there and seeing kind of like what the story's about um, makes it even more interesting. Yeah, since since E3, there's been like, oh, that's that game with the robot dinosaurs. I can't wait to see what that's about. You know, and like like they've they've kind of built everyone's excitement of the world around the fact that you're going to be killing robot dinosaurs as part of these tribes, and and you introduce all these cultures, and Aloy is so cool, and you got a bow, and there's been that uh, um, uh, presentation of the world uh, leading up until launch, and then you know once you start playing it, you kind of want to see why why are there robot dinosaurs why are we in tribes you know because it takes place post post apocalypse uh in a world where uh mcdonald's is destroyed um <laughs> you know uh and humans have reverted to living in tribes and and all of the wildlife are robots and you know and, and like what happened why did humanity die off why does the why is the earth like this and that is the mystery that horizon presents and they present it in such a such a great way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one thing that's so effective in, in that is, you know, it, it's important to paint uh, a, 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 an intriguing world. It's important to build a world that you want to explore. Um, but one of the things that really gets you proactively doing that is kind of putting you in the shoes of a character who who is worth playing. You know, they aren't like a blank slate. Like, there's nothing wrong with creative character mm-hmm. or anything like that mm-hmm. um, in, in games like this. But, you know, they're not putting you in the shoes of a blank slate. They're putting you in the shoes of a character who... Um, has been outcast from from her tribe and and she is very mysterious and where she came from because she does not have a mother you know and and she she has been raised by this this man and outside of the tribe and and um, she she's written very well you you mm-hmm. you Jose I know you messaged me the other day like Aloy is one of those like protagonists who isn't like bitchy she isn't uh, whiny, they, like yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't. They they constructed her to be a genuine, um, strong uh, female character. She's the genuine and article. It's not like they didn't make her like they didn't make her like. Oh, we have a female character. Let's just make her kind of attractive and kind of sexy. And yeah, yeah. She's strong, but she's also kind of just like what people would generally try to stay away from, as far as when they want to talk about the opposite gender. Um, like it's really like especially in this world where anything you do with a female character in a game is like oh you can't do that that's not right, but they made her genuinely strong and authentic the way mm-hmm. a good a good kind of like a good role model type of protagonist yeah. where like you said like I uh, she she's not she's not like very whiny she doesn't care about anything else she's strong she's dedicated she's focused she doesn't um she doesn't play out any of the stereotypes that people would have. Of a female character, yeah, that we see a lot. Which is great, games. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good, really like just fantastic turn for a, a strong female protagonist in a game. I, I like it a lot. Aloy's great. Robbie like Aloy. You big fan of Aloy? Yeah. It's, they've created a real character. Like I know Aloy's motives. I know her personality through playing the game. Yeah, the intro of the game, like where you get to play as her as a kid, was really well done. Which is very mm-hmm. creepy. I want to ask because it's always it's always creepy when you have a really well animated child, <laughs> and like here you are, like everything just looks so gigantic, and you're like this little kid, and her hair is so big, so it makes her head look monstrous, and she's just running around. Yeah, the model for Kid Aloy was a little strange, but like all the kids, like they were so eerily detailed, it was like mm-hmm. weird. Like yeah. these are fucking kids. Like you don't like you get used to seeing adults all the time and yeah. animals mm-hmm. and shit. But then here comes this little kid, and she has this weird, which is another really cool thing about the detail that they had in the game. That if you pay attention to the way she runs around as a kid, with her arms kind of like flailing mm-hmm. around the side, 
she still runs that same way as an adult. Yeah. Just in a more, you know, taller, like, slimmer model. But it's just... Mm-hmm. That's it actually, kind of that's odd. another thing I forgot to mention about Zelda is the NPCs. They all have personality. Like, I went into a village, and there's these kids there, and these kids talk like children would. Like, their dialogue's written like Hey, man! <laughs> yeah. Wanna go play some ball? Yeah. Like, this one kid just <laughs> asked me to bring him weapons to show him, because his grandfather used to do it. That's cool. And some kid's just like, hey, do you know this one? And she starts singing and dancing. And I'm like, I'm yeah, I know playing. that one. And she's like, you're right. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids are written like kids. It was cool. But back to the Horizon is just all the NPCs yeah. are great. The facial animation and the voice acting in that game is unbelievable. Yeah. They did a really good job populating the world with believable people around your protagonist. Because yeah. it would be bummer if you have this yeah. awesome protagonist like Aloy and then surrounded by just a bunch of bums. Like everyone in the world is a believable character. You go up to them and you talk to them and you have conversations that are believable and in part because of Gorilla's efforts to make yeah. them believable. Like, there's distinct tribes in the game. And when you yeah. look into them, they all have so much lore about them, so much to their motives. And it it's there. Like, it's so well realized. They're all visually distinct. Yes, um, that's like, it. Like, going from, like, <clears throat> the, like, the Nora area in the east to... The city of Meridian, like in the west, like mm-hmm. it's so like transitioning from that like snowy forested area right across the map, right as you enter like that rocky desert plain type area mm-hmm. into that like coastal looking section where Meridian is at. It's like mm-hmm. like there's very distinct and and each area kind of represents the people. Well, I would say the people represent the area more so than the areas represent the mm-hmm. people. Like they built up their cultures and tribes based around where they are located yeah. geographically, and it's so cool. To see, like, the people in Meridian, the Karja, they mm-hmm. are dressed in, like, plate mail-looking armor that's made from old metal and steel from the old machines, from mm-hmm. the old ones, who the old ones are us. Um, like, that's what they refer to as the people who live, that's not a spoiler, mm-hmm. that's what they refer to the people who live in the past. Yeah. Um, and the, whereas the people in the East, like, where, where Aloy is from, they dress kind of in, like, in, like Native American mm-hmm. um, And it all comes uh, down to and, how the tribes are presented. Their beliefs are yeah. front and center. Yep. Like, the Nora, Aloy's tribe. Yeah. It's it's a weird, you'll get into that in the story, but... She's outcast. They're, like, afraid of all the technology of the old ones. They just yeah. think it's bad omens. Yeah. But then you go in the Karja, they don't care. Yeah. So right. they're wearing this technology. Look, I'm wearing a hat made of the technology. Yeah. I fucking love this hat. Yeah, no and it's just, and then there's the Osaron, too. Like, all the yeah. cultures are all really, really cool, cool and fully presented. Yeah, everything was done really well. I like how they... And they all, they, they all don't... They just don't look visually different. The way they talk, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, their mannerisms, mm-hmm. everything is different according to how they are, which is really great because it's simple like that in in our world now. Like you can go from here to another county, and everyone's like totally fucking yeah. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like we live like in a big city or anything, but you go right up For the sure. road, and like there's like some mountains there, and everyone's totally fucking different from mm-hmm. how it is over here. So it's really cool to see something like that brought to life in a world with that we never actually lived in. Mm-hmm. And can't really record too well. Yeah. So to have it recreated in that fashion, mm-hmm. as Going, a uh, civilization started. Yeah, a world I have really no cool. like reason to believe. Yeah. But everything about it's so engaging and believable and so well written. Going back to uh, Kid Aloy, there was a moment that kind of <laughs> set the tone for me in terms of like Aloy's character, and it's like, like, I I read I I experienced this moment, and then I read about it, and then I like kind of watched the cutscene again, and I was like, I'm gonna sit here and cry probably playing this game at some point. <laughs> Um, the scene where she first finds the focus, um, mm-hmm. that thing that allows her to see um, 
like and scan like the environment mm-hmm. and and like well, audiobooks and the audiobooks like she's reading Harry Potter audio logs oh, yeah um <laughs> <laughs> chapter um, 1 she when when she in the beginning of the game when you're playing as Kid Aloy and she falls in that rune of the old ones and she gets that focus and she like like pops open like a hologram of like Isaac of um the guy like mm-hmm. what was he doing was he like wishing a happy birthday yeah he was like yeah, sending he was a happy birthday he was like recording messages to his son. yeah and like the thing pops up and he's like hi and like she doesn't know but this thing is like fake mm-hmm. right now and like what's so sad about Aloy's upbringing is like she doesn't have a mother and um for. Is that why she was outcast? Because she doesn't have a mother? Because she's called yeah, motherless they, a lot. they were, like, like afraid yeah. of where she was from. So, like, she went out to live with this guy named Ross who was raising her. So, like, she was never allowed to hang out with other kids. Like, there are scenes that you see where, like, the other kids bully her and, like, call her names and throw rocks at her and shit. And, like, you know, it's kind of a bummer, you know? Because, like, like she, she wants to be a part of, like, th- this group of friends. Kid. and Yeah, mm-hmm. she wants to be a kid. Exactly. And that scene where the hologram pops up and it says, hello... And she doesn't like, and she says hi back, mm-hmm. and like she's des- she desperately wants to restart the video again, again, mm-hmm. again. Just, just so she could say hello to somebody because she doesn't get to talk to anybody. No mm-hmm. one talks to her. I'm like, I think I'm like, man, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's such a powerful scene because it's like this full childlike wonderment. Yeah, all throughout her face and her mannerisms yeah. and her actions, wonderfully acted. And, and, animated. and not only that, but to see a father figure who's excited to be with their child, yeah, in a more normal fashion, yeah, mm-hmm. and like you know, I can't be there, but we can still celebrate together, you know. And she's just like mm-hmm. her eyes, just like shining. She's smiling the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it's a, it's a the, the entire, yeah, the entire introduction of that game like sets up Aloy so well. And, like mm-hmm. that scene where it transitions, where she's running as a kid training because she wants to enter the proving, and it like she jumps off the cliff, and it immediately transitions into adult Aloy. Mm-hmm. Like that set the tone so well, and I think her childhood like really built her character up mm-hmm. as well. She's really. Yeah, independent absolutely. and strong. So like it's it's. I feel bad when I watch those kid scenes again. Like oh man, but then I like look at adult AOA and I'm like fuck yeah, kicking <laughs> ass, taking names, love this girl. Yeah, so uh, I mean beyond all the great story, and yes. the great like characters and everything, the mechanics too. The game, the game is a blast to play. It's smooth. Plays so good. It's oh! so <laughs> <laughs> the, the controls are so goddamn smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I haven't had like all any... you have in the game is a bow and then some other tools like the rope caster and trick caster and stuff and you just you craft you craft arrows on the fly mm-hmm. like you pull up a quick wheel like many games have but you can mm-hmm. just craft new arrows on the fly as long as you have the materials to craft nothing's cumbersome nothing like uh, like a lot of people before this game came out were like oh it's guerrilla game it's gonna look pretty but the story's gonna suck and it's gonna have bad gameplay well it's like everything's the opposite of that everything is so skills don't have bad gameplay. Um, people like, people will complain feel well, weighty. Yeah, you know whatever. I never really played them, but people complain about about them. Um, they're bad. Uh, but yeah, no, everything is so smooth from the crafting mm-hmm. to the combat. From and anytime you find a new beast, like you scan it and you figure out its weak points, what it's weak to, and you, yeah. have to, you have to completely learn how do I fight this thing. The visual cues, like it's like Monster yep. Hunter mm-hmm. mixed with an open world action game w- with. Like I oh god, it's so well made. I I just don't. I'm I'm in disbelief that Gorilla was able to make such a great RPG on their first (laughs) (laughs) their first outing on something that wasn't a shooter, and they made an amazing RPG. Definitely gaudy material. Yeah, the skill point system is great. It's not cumbersome at all. Mm -hmm. It adds an extra layer to it. Like you Mm -hmm. know, like oh I can. Like, I, even though for the most part, towards the end, you'll probably eventually have every skill bubble. Yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I pretty much have everything filled in except for one or two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm going to build a guy like this. But technically, you can if you want to just spend all your points and get down that tree faster. Which is what mm-hmm. I'm doing, yeah. yeah. Which I've done because one of, one of them, like, you get an ability that lets you, like, ride certain 
of beasts around yeah. as a mount. Uh, but one of the skills you unlock, you can just call one, it'll come to you. Yeah. yeah. And I just got that one. It's so useful. <laughs> Does that allow you to just call it when you don't have to override anything? Yeah, you, you don't just... you don't need one nearby. You just you get that skill, you call one and one come a random one comes. What? Really useful. <laughs> <laughs> I bought that skill and never used it. Like, <laughs> I'm like what I just like running around on foot. Um because I, I a lot of I feel bad running through that game because the game is so beautiful. That's one thing. I just I, leaves hanging off yeah. every tree. We we talk about Aloy, we talk and about the story, we talk about the gameplay. I don't have any frame rate issues on that game. The game it whoever whoever fucking made this game, like like I, I know Gorilla made it, but whatever guy at the studio who's like he sat down. Where are they from again? Are they from? I'm not 100. Well, sure. I'm gonna do a generic. Are they from UK or the Netherlands? They're from the Netherlands, I think. Uh, don't quote us on that. But I'm gonna do an accent anyway. Okay. <laughs> it, they, they, like this is like like dude came into work one day and he's like hello, uh, and like he's like sits down and like everyone's like so we're, we're working on Hori- we're working on Horizon. You know, we we want to make this game beautiful. What do we do? I have the perfect solution, and he slaps the decimal engine down. This thing runs at a rock solid, <laughs> a rock solid thirty frames per second <laughs> on the original PS4 and mm-hmm. the Pro. Like for people going like, "Oh, do I need a Pro?" No, the game looks. I'm, I'm playing on the base. The game PS4. looks unbelievable yeah. on the base PS4. It runs at a solid. It's 1080p, 30 frames per second, mm-hmm. solid lock, smooth as fuck on the regular PS4. On the Pro, it has two modes: it has resolution mode and performance mode. I don't understand what the difference is with perform. The game performance mode still runs at thirty. It just advertises that if the game ever drops in resolution mode, it won't drop in performance. But I've never but had it, it drop never. in resolution mode ever, 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 ever. I've had plenty of beasts after me, parts flying off of them. That's frame rate is never. That's dropped. important because, like, when you're fighting like all these big ass motherfuckers. It's important that the game isn't dropping all over the place, frame rate wise, because it keeps the action smooth. Like yep. a lot of people, oh, it feels thirty FPS, but it's fucking locked, stocked, and smooth. Like it mm-hmm. feels great to play. Literally, only technical issue I've had is some texture popping, and that yeah, even it's expected in open world games anyway. But that only happens after I fast travel. Yeah, and that makes sense. When I'm just walking around, I don't even see texture popping. Was that you were gonna say something before? What were you gonna say? I don't know. I think you were gonna say something. <laughs> I think you looked at me and you were kind of like, "Hey." You didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember Aloy. I don't remember having anything in mind. I can't stop taking screenshots of this game. Yeah. And it has a photo Oh, yeah, mode. that's what it was. Yeah. I, I've already got... taken several screenshots. Yeah. The photo <laughs> mode is so nice. Any game that has a photo mode, I'll waste so much time. I stop. And you can change the time of day, too, which is oh, nice. It's so good. That's amazing. I love Because like, the time oh, of day I think this area would look cool with moonlight, and you can go like... I, I, I'm pretty sure almost all my shots are in the moonlight because the and shots look cool so to, good at night. It's just cool to the game watch looks so it good also, at like, night. Trans, like transit from and see, and see yep. like a you time see lapse. It, you see Anytime happens, I, like, I I go yeah. into photo mode to take a screenshot, I take the screenshot. I'm like, I wonder what this looks like in the daytime, and I go and change it and see. So I have some screenshots that are just taken at yeah. different times of day. Um, I, what, one thing that's so great is like you know the game looks amazing. Like it's it's honestly the best looking game I've ever played. I think I think I can comfortably say that. Like I don't know what game looks better. Like the art direction and the world and the enemies and the lighting facial yeah. animation like the foliage and the way it blows like 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 it's always moving like the finest details like ants crawling on the trees you ever look at that no if you zoom in on some of the trees you can see individual no one's ever gonna see that unless you zoom in oh on my them. God. they have individual bugs crawling up trees That's like insane. like the the people at gorilla are mental i mean we knew this that they were technical wizards always because the killzone games have always looked past whatever else was really out there for yeah. fps typically mm-hmm. they're they are usually visually inclined well, Shadowfall um, was one of the best looking life yeah. titles. Yeah, Shadowfall looked amazing. So, like, 
for for them to make an open world game like this, open world, not like a linear, like un, like I'm not taking any merits away from Uncharted 4's visuals because that's also one of the best looking games I've ever played. But Uncharted 4 and Nidoc had the advantage of making their levels closed in, not not necessarily enclosed in like a hallway, but it's a linear game where you don't have to load the entire world at once. Mm-hmm. Horizon has a gigantic seamless world that doesn't load. There's no loading screens unless like you you die or you have to reload. Mm-hmm. Like the, and the game looks like and even this. then. I don't understand. When you die in a reload or when you fast travel, those are the only loading screens you get. And even then, yeah. it's I, fast. I don't understand this game. Like, I don't... Who, like, <laughs> they're maniacs. I, like, I, I, oh my god. There's no doubt in my mind now why Hideo Kojima chose their it engine. Chose, I can't wait to see what he does with uh, Death, Death Stranding. Stranding with this engine. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it. Like, I... Oh my god. Um... Yeah, no, Horizon Zero Dawn's incredible. I, you know, that it's it's definitely as as they mentioned earlier, it's an early game of the year contender easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in a year that is fucking packed. Um, you yeah. know, we mentioned this we are every single episode. Barely three months in, and we've it's got insane. like three, four, five it's game of the year contenders. Insane. There's got there's got to be devs out there going fuck. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, which is great because now we have the entire year for them to kind of. Take whatever they're doing mm-hmm. and take a closer look at what they're doing, and hopefully come out with something. I mean, we still have Rockstar who going on. rarely lets us down. Red with Dead. Red Dead Redemption Two, we got Persona year. Five still. We have the new Middle Earth game. Mass Effect, out. fucking Mass Effect. Mario Odyssey is coming out later this year. Yeah. We got Splatoon Two coming out later this year. I know there's games I'm forgetting that are coming out this year too. Fucking relax. Um, the new Assassin's Creed is probably coming out this yeah, year. Most definitely. Um, so yeah. So I mean, for Horizon, like, like it's gonna be Destiny packed. Two. Like, it's gonna be sad that like maybe Horizon won't win, Godi. Uh, you know, because there's so many games. But that speaks to the quality I say, I don't of our care lives. What comes mm-hmm. out this year, though, Horizon Zero Dawn deserves art direction. Yes. Just yes. for the 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 way that first off the art's great, but second off it just creates this believable world because mm-hmm. of the art direction. <clears throat> That's so important for like open world games because one thing I've noticed, you know, I. I I don't want to say, oh, I play a lot of open world games. Everybody does, because just about every game is open world. <laughs> yeah, <nowadays. anymore. laughs> um, Like, a lot of games, like, oh, wow, this world is really cool and fun to explore, and that's great. You know, they pack it with a lot of things to do. Not a lot of open world games. No, again, I'm not discrediting a lot, because a lot of open world games, and even the ones included in my head when I'm talking about this, are great games. But what Horizon does so effortlessly that a lot of other open world games don't do is put you in a world, and now the visuals help. Like, the game looks so amazing, so you want to poke in every nook and cranny. But they put you in a world that's, like, genuinely interesting and, like, packed with just, like, huh. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. Like, there was probably a McDonald's here at one point. Like, <laughs> and now there's robot dinosaurs. And, and you it. find these things, these cauldrons and these old relics and, mm-hmm. like, these remnants of, like, mo- of like our civilization. Mm-hmm. And, like, just these little pieces of, of science fiction mm-hmm. and and... Like I, there's a lot of great what, little details yeah, too. Like yeah. you find things from the old ones. Yeah, and there are things like car keys and wristwatches. But coffee mugs. These people don't know what they are. Yeah, they there's call those... car keys ancient chimes. Yeah. you know they call watches ancient bracelet. Uh, cups are just ancient vessels, vessels and they yeah. have like logos from companies on them. And they're described as like old, old paintings. Like mm-hmm. it's the fucking logo of like an insurance company. <laughs> yeah, bring <Like, laughs> it. That's what that's what makes it so great and yeah. intriguing. Also, is like we've as as actual people, we've always seen us uncover ancient. Yeah, um, civilizations. Yeah. You know, whether we uncover different fossils and shit like that, yes. and different artifacts, and we're like, oh mm-hmm. wow, this is how people lived back then. Now we're seeing it from a perspective as we're that ancient civilization. Yeah, yeah. and now they're being amazed at shit, and what? we're we're like, well, that's like you said, that's just a fucking yeah, cup. It's yeah, a cup. <laughs> that's a mug. Like, there's nothing <laughs> special about that. So like, 
ancient civilizations that came before us, it seems like it's a fucking spear. Like, what yeah. do you, like yeah. what's so special what's, about it? What's, and I'm I not... think I think the game's got a lot to say, whether intentional or not, about women, about the environment, yeah, about automation, automation actually, and it's all just really well presented yeah. too. I'm glad you brought that up about um, like discovering ancient things, but it's stuff that's technically modern mm-hmm. opposed to what they're using. I was I messaged Rob the other day. Like one thing I've been noticing, like as I'm playing the game, and like you know, as you're exploring the environment, it's all very like. Besides, take away the robot dinosaurs, it's very much like you know, like RP, like fantasy RPG, tribal, like all these different cultures, like brick stone castles and like little huts and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's very much an RPG set in the past or like set in a fictional universe, and the contrast, like typically when you're playing like a Skyrim. Or, you know, you're playing like a Witcher, you know, you're out there exploring these forests, like these forests, like you're seeing in Horizon. And when you find these ancient dungeons and these ancient ruins, you go inside and there are these dilapidated ass old little fucking Draugr huts and old stony ass corridors filled with green juice and spiders. (laughs) Whereas in Horizon, when you find these ancient dungeons, like the contrast between, oh, tribal civilization out here there's an ancient dungeon over here let me go down and see and that ancient dungeon is a pristine looking ass mass effect fucking society down there yeah Yeah. and like that's ancient dungeon that is like those are ruins that isn't like like that contrast of like like that if you put horizon next to a skyrim and like look at oh you know, here's modern Skyrim civilization opposed to the ancient runes that they're discovering. Here's modern Horizon civilization opposed to these ancient runes they're discovering. And these ancient runes are not very ancient to our eyes, but to them they are. And it's really mm-hmm. cool to like see like, oh man, their dungeons are, are all, you know, science-y and, mm-hmm. and, and shiny and metal. It's kind of like you can sort of compare it to a Mass Effect, like when you're finding the Prothean stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I love it. And the game has reminded me of Mass Effect a lot in its storytelling mm-hmm. and that's the last point I want to touch on um, with Horizon um, is I'm just about at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not expecting the story to be this way, uh, to be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. I was expecting the story to be fine, you know, because the game looked cool and the world's awesome and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but then when the reviews started popping up and people started complimenting the story, you know, like, I started getting, oh, man, I'm excited to play the story. That's cool. I wasn't like, that wasn't like my main thing. Like, oh, I can't wait to see the narrative of Horizon. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to explore the world. This is they they nabbed one of they they have a few people on staff from CD Projekt Red. They, oh, do they? They um I didn't the, hear about the that. lead writer. I knew they had to hire quest designers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the but... lead writer was one of the writers on Fallout in Vegas. Um, oh wow! No they, they they got some really good writers in for this game, and and it shows because the storyline that is in Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite science fiction stories in video games, and probably probably ever. I mean, I w- I wouldn't mm-hmm. hesitate to like. Video games are lesser than everything else. They don't they don't deserve to be talked about amongst television and the movies. Um, it's one of my favorite science fiction stories ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I progressed a bit it, into it, and the mystery just keeps getting yeah, more and it's, more intriguing. It's fucking, and I, it's just it's good. It is so goddamn good. I was not expecting that. So like that is a big up for this game. A po- you know, on top of everything, on top of everything else that's good about this fucking game, they just couldn't stop there. They had to make the story amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this game's this game's legit. I you know, and I'm super glad about that. Um, Sony just keeps putting them out. I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Um, any closing thoughts on Horizon, guys? Oh, I think I talked. <laughs> we talked about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just it's amazing. We, did. we hit everything on Horizon. Incredible game. Um, the music. Oh, we did miss that. Music's so good. Mm-hmm. It's four CDs on Spotify. What? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four CD soundtrack. It says wow. CD one. And I was going through it. I'm like, CD two. 
CD3, yeah, it's four. It's Music's a, amazing. Four CD3 the, the 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 game's main theme that plays on the title screen and it plays during certain parts of the story. I love that song. As soon as I heard it in like some of the launch trailers and stuff, like that is one of those theme songs that like like Nate's theme from Uncharted. Like that melody will stick in my head. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I'm playing it and I'm like fighting robot dinosaurs, I'll be going like. <laughs> like out loud like I, you know, it feels cool you know gameplay's fun fighting dinosaurs is cool um anyway yeah absolutely fantastic game i'm I'm glad we're all enjoying it i'm glad i'm glad the entire world is enjoying it um so with that said we will close this show off by returning to champion quest <laughs> the favorite ones now last week uh, we had three young, um, able-bodied adventurers join the captain on his boat to journey down the River of Razors. Those three games were Shadow of Destiny, Sunset Riders, and Bioshock. Now, the captain and his three new crew members set sail down the River of Razors. The air is crisp and clean. The sun shines just enough to warm the air, but not enough to form uncomfortable heat. In all of the captain's days, he has never seen such a perfect beginning to a long and arduous journey. Shadow of Destiny mingling jovially with Sunset Riders as Bioshock runs its fingers <laughs> through the water, none the wiser about the calamity that was sure to follow. About midday, the captain and his crew lay their eyes upon what looks like wreckage stuck in the middle of the river. As they approach, they notice three bodies hanging on, too weak to swim. One looks up and has enough strength to muster the words, Please help us! The captain, unable to turn a blind eye to those in need, gathers his crew and rescues the three stranded among the wreckage. After wrapping them and nursing them through rest, he asks that they introduce themselves by name. All right. What I have to these... say, I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining, like, a big daddy on this boat, a cowboy, and some dude. And the dude from Shadow Destiny. <laughs> we can imagine that. In my head, I'm imagining the boxes of the game. I was imagining that, so it was kind of but both. I, yeah, for for sake of, like, you know, visuals, we can imagine the char- individual characters from these games on these boats. So, um, they... Captain That's going to be a trouble for my game today. Yeah. The captain... I'm interested to see who it is. The captain and his crew um, have rescued three more video games to take on his boat. Um... Uh, Jose, uh, wh- who are you? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking. Okay. Rob. <laughs> All right. I'll come back. Today I was thinking, because you guys brought up some pretty unique games last week. And I was thinking, yeah. obviously there's nothing wrong with Bioshock, and it's an amazing game. But I wanted to bring up something a little more obscure this week. For sure. You've probably heard of it. You might have played it. War of the Monsters. Oh, yeah. PlayStation 2. That is currently on PS2 on PS4. Yeah, so I still haven't picked it up. And I need to, because the one thing that's really dated about the game is the controls. I've never played it. Explain um, this game to me. Why War of the Monsters why is this game so good? Is a 3D brawler. Uh-huh. Like you just you have this little this map, some are bigger than others, but they're they're usually about a square. Like there's edges you can't go to. And you're these hundred foot tall sci-fi monsters. You know, you got King Kong, you got Godzilla, although their names are like Togara and I can't remember the King Kong's name. Uh you got a giant praying mantis, you got a giant American robot and a giant Japanese robot. Uh dragons, fucking a giant electric monster with an eyeball. And it's just a charming, like, old school, like, there's a story mode, but the story yeah. mode just consists of go here, fight this monster. Fight. But they all have, like, old sci-fi movie posters. There's boss fights. That's cool. Um, and the fighting's great, because it's mainly, you know, you just punch and kick. But everyone also has special moves. Sorry. That's what you do. You punch <laughs> and Fighting's kick. so great, you just punch and kick. No, it's fun, though. No, I know. I know and I know the boss fights are unique to the, like, 
you you fight the bosses in the story mode, and that's the only place. Like they're not characters you play as. Oh, cool. Some of them are, but some of them are like actual full on. Is there co op in the in the story mode? I don't think so. God damn it! <laughs> it's all <those> incomplete games. <laughs> but everyone's got like their own special moves. Like the Japanese robot can shoot his fist out. And it's oh. attached to a wire. It kind of does a scorpion thing, and he pulls you in. And then you can follow that up with like a backflip attack. Um, there's environmental hazards. Like you can pick up an oil tanker and throw it, and it just explodes. Ah, uh, there's skins for everybody. They started the skin game early. Ah, they, didn't, they didn't cost money. The blind box. They cost in-game money. And it's just, it's a great homage to, like, old sci-fi movies mm-hmm. where you just fight King Kong, you fight Godzilla. Who doesn't want to be a giant monster fucking yeah. shit up? You, know? you can step on people and it just leaves blood splatters. Because <laughs> you are huge. Have you ever played Rampage? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can throw, like, spikes, and they actually get impaled into the other monster, and they have to, like, press Damn. buttons to pull it out. And there's versus mode, you say? Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll buy it on the PS2 on the PS4. I'd love to play it again. It's, it's it's just a really fun game. I played a lot of it when I was a kid, when I had awesome. my PS2. There's, there's uh, even some of the levels have special things. Like, the one level has a volcano on it. And if you go in, I think you have to hit, like, three separate things, because you can do a jump and, like, ground pound kind of deal. The volcano will erupt. <laughs> Did you kill your enemies with it? Yes. Did it you shoots die? like flaming rocks. It could also kill you. Oh. Uh, one of the ones, there's this town in San Francisco. And if you, I forget exactly how it works, but if you like pound into the ground enough, you cause an earthquake because it's in San Francisco. And parts of the world just break apart and disappear. And if you fall in, you lose a life. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, everyone's got their own like special supers. Like the Godzilla one can breathe fire. I forget what King Kong does. Get ready for a flurry. <laughs> Oh, it's, just, it's a unique cast of characters, too, because there's a good amount. There's, like, ten or so different, like, old sci-fi are they, monsters. Are they all from movies? Or like, or uh, of most of them. Really? Most of them are based on movies. Uh, some of them aren't, though. Like, the giant electric cyclops yeah. is obviously made for game, but they all have they all also have their own origins. Like, it's kind of like a fighting game where when you beat the story with each character, you learn their origin, which is a great way to do that, yeah. too. Because instead of an ending, you learn where they came from. So they're big sci-fi monsters, and you want to know where they came from. I really like that game. Still thinking about it, I haven't played it in a long time, nice. but it's a very enjoyable game. I want to pick it up on PS4 and see I if would the controls be glad, are a little better. I would be glad to play it with you. You said it has versus? Yeah, tournament. <laughs> I, I want to do a full on game tournament. That'll be. I'll win. <laughs> Maybe I'm so good at that game. For the monsters on PS2. Oh, I mean all games. Oh wait, you I want to do a full on tournament. Mario Kart, just the, monsters. the tournament's just all these games. Tony in Hawk one Pro Skater Three. The fuck. Is it- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fighting games. <laughs> yeah, I would love to beat you guys in video games. Um, <laughs> what was the last thing we played together? Because I'm pretty sure I won. Uh, for Honor, I think. No, I think you won For Honor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better now. We haven't played together in a while. Yeah, we gotta, we got to pick that back up again. Uh, Jose, has your character gained his memory back? Yes. <laughs> Who are you? I'm going to go with Manhood. Nice! Oh, all right. Nice! Manhood's awesome. Yeah, go it ahead. It is a great game. I feel like it's a little underrated. I think so. A majority yeah. of people that I talk to have never played it. I haven't played it. Um, but it is one of the best and goriest um, stealth games yeah. out there. Um, for those unfamiliar with Manhunt, you start off as, uh, I forget the character's name. Me too. Um, but he was... Um, He's bald. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, uh, he, was, he, was, um, he was in prison for, I forget what crime he committed. I think he murdered his family or something. <laughs> or, something. or he was framed for it or something like that. Sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's on death row, and on the day of his execution, um, they fake his death, and they let him out. And it, it turns out to be like this 
fucking weird billionaire guy. Voiced who, by Brian Cox. Who, like, is that? I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I didn't know that. Um, He gets these people and be like, okay, well, I'm going to grant you your freedom. You know, and the world thinks you're dead for the atrocities you committed. You just got to make your way over here. We'll give you a brand new life. You're good to go. Oh, and by the way, everyone's trying to kill you. So now it's you because now there's essentially like a bounty on your head that he puts on there. And it's you against all these crazy looking gangs that are crazy, but in a scary looking way. Mm-hmm. Not like just like zany, like the Warriors kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, We're all like baseball players and we don't <laughs> paint our face silver. Like, like there's, there's people from like... Uh, we wear like bathrobes. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, um, they, you know, there's um, this one gang that like they have um, these masks on and they all have... They're all from like an asylum. They all think they're like giant children, but they're angry. <laughs> or something to that effect, if I remember correctly. But um, the majority of the combat is based on stealth. So you hide in shadows. Um, you can make noise. This is, um, I think this was before or just after Splinter Cell came out. Um, and you can have them get out of their patrol and come towards you. Every weapon had three levels of intensity. So you get three kills for every weapon, three different types of kills. And they will all use just once. Well, no, unless you get like a hammer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the first weapon you get in the game is a plastic bag, and you just creep up behind this guy, and you can just suffocate him. He's dead. Plastic bag. Um, kill. The other one's like you start suffocating him for a while, and then he snaps his neck. And then the last one, he starts suffocating him, turns around, punches him in the face a few times, and then knees him in the face, and I think he breaks his neck. After oh my that. god! So each intensity, <laughs> each one, each one, the longer you hold it, the more brutal the attack gets. Death. Um. The twist to it is that the guy that freed you is filming all of this and sells it to other rich weirdos as a snuff film. So I think he... the twist to it was his neck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, all the weapons, like it's just it, they got really creative with the stuff because it can go from just basic shit that you can find anywhere to legit something that can really cause yeah. harm to people. That's a normal tool. Like um, if you break a window, you can get shards of glass out of that. You can use that to stab people. Um, I, you can use a hammer, which was pretty bad. Um, then they have some firearms, but that's not a big aspect to it because it causes noise and attracts everyone right. towards you. Um, the really one of the really cool features they had that because um, I mostly played on the PS2, I didn't play it too much on the on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, if you had a headset, you could put your you could plug your headset in. That's right. And you can use your voice to I attract. So if you didn't have anything to bang against, uh-huh. you can just be like, "Yo," and it'll make noise. Around there, and they'll come looking for shit. Like they'll come looking that for something over there. I forgot about innovative. that. I forgot about that. Yeah. So like, if you're there and you have your headset on, you forget about it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" And then like, because oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, at yeah. that point, you want to try to avoid melee combat as much as possible because it's pretty easy to die in that game. So now you, you, so it's really that's what it came down to. It's Splinter Cell without the agility and the, but more more brutal because this is a guy who's an ex-con. Sloppy kills and like the the sound for it, like even for a PS2 game, like the sound for it was really just gruesome. Like when I remember one of the kills with the hammer is, um, you'll get behind the guy, he'll like clock him in the ribs, and as he turns around, he just snap, he just hits him right at the bottom of the chin, and you hear the next snap. Oh, and the man, <laughs> the animations for it was great because it, it just the head just wobbled. Perfect game for like a ten year old. Yeah, <laughs> there's baseball bats. There's, there's uh. There's chain. I think it was a chainsaw. I don't remember. I remember there's baseball bats. There's hammers. There's a ice pick. Um, oh man, there's so all many, all, so many fucking weapons. It was pretty good. I bought it again for the for the PS4. 
Yeah, it's, been on, worth, it's, it's, worth it's on sale now, I think, actually. Yeah, Rockstar but, has a lot of sales on there. Yeah. And they have a lot of solid games. Um, yeah, Manhunt is nice. a great, great game. Yeah, that's an interesting one to put on the boat with all these people. He's the guy <laughs> from Manhunt. <laughs> well, we're also putting on a 100-foot monster. That's so. right. The boat's about to get a little crowded. Um, and a little cute. The boat's about to get a little cuter. Um, uh, my pick for this week uh, to throw on the on the boat. I'm picking my nose. Everyone listening at home. Um, sorry, never heard of my nose. Um, <laughs> uh, is the uh, uh, the original Animal Crossing um, on the GameCube? Uh, the reason I picked this one, even though technically like New Leaf is like a superior game, like from like a quality of life standpoint, and maybe from a feature standpoint. Um, I I think the reason I picked the GameCube one is purely not out of nostalgia, but just kind of about what that game did back then on the GameCube. Um, like nowadays, I could imagine a game constantly being on. Like like the way Animal Crossing works for people who don't know is you move to. Now, I don't understand the story of this game. Now you move. Your mom sends you off. You go to live on your own as a responsible adult. You're a human being, and you and you leave home, get on this train. And you move to a village that's full of animals talking. But you're getting letters from your mom. Presumably there's a place with humans somewhere. <laughs> and you get on this train and you enter this world of animals. It's a furry's dream. Um, it's this world of animals. Um, and the whole idea of the game is that the game is always alive, even when you're not playing it. So, like, the game works with the system's internal clock so that no matter what, like, let's say you go to eat dinner at 7.30 p.m. You're eating some pizza with your mom and dad in real life. You go turn the game off. They go, oh, I'll play later. You come back at, like, 8.28. That game is, is like, the world of Animal Crossing is currently set at 8.28 p.m. We turn that game back on. Things happened, like, when you were gone. Villagers might have moved out. You know, like, like your mom might have sent you letters. Like, people might have bought stuff. Like, it was really... Like, mind-blowing for me at the time as a kid to play that game. It needed its own memory card on the GameCube, by the way. It comes with one. The game oh. took up so much save data, it took up an entire memory card worth of data. So it comes with its own memory card. Oh, at least it came with one. Yeah, with a cool little sticker of Oliver the Cat on it. Um, and uh, yeah, it blew my mind. Like, mm -hmm. I was so into that fucking game. Like, like I liked it more than my life. You know, I played it so much. I paid off my mortgage in time. Like, I'm like I was super <laughs> jazzed about paying my mortgage. It's weird. Man, you reminded me that I haven't started New Leaf in a while, and my town's probably... That is too. one negative. There's going to be weeds everywhere. Weeds and garbage. It makes you not want to play the game and everyone's going to be unhappy yeah. with me. <laughs> um, but the game is just super charming. The music is super just 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 jolly. Like, you know, like turning the game on in December and, like, around Christmas time and seeing the village, like, covered in snow and, like, seeing certain people, like, like certain animals only appear. Now, you could cheat. You could cheat in Animal okay. Crossing and fast-forward the time clock. I want it to be Christmas now, even though it's November. You can go to your GameCube system clock and change it to December 24th and turn your game on and, oh, you know, get items that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Uh, and you can even do that nowadays with the 3DS version. You can always cheat in time travel. Um, but what was really cool was, like, turning it on at Christmas time and, like, oh, there's Jingle, the reindeer character who only shows up at Christmas time. And if you're playing the game legit, it's like, well, i got to wait another year for that character to come back. Um, so, like, collecting everything and, like, being a part of it, like, you kind of actually lived in there day to day and turned it on every day to see what was up, and it was really. I, mean, I love any game that does that. Most, the most, non, most games don't do it to that regard. Yeah. But yeah. I remember turning on like The Simpsons Hit and Run. Is this how Animal Crossing features? 
No, it's just when you turn it on on holidays, the main menu. Oh, uh, okay. Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And any game that Persistent. acknowledges that is cool, like the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. If you turned it on for certain holidays in uh, Arkham City, was it? Yep. Oh wow. The calendar. Uh, man. If you go to Calendar Man's room, yeah. <clears throat> I there's, didn't a, there's an achievement slash trophy, um, where you have to talk to him on each. Um, I think it was like 14 holidays throughout the year. So I remember seeing on like on on Reddit and stuff like, oh, don't forget today's blah blah blah. Go see the Calendar Man. To remind people to go see it, you could fuck around with the clock, yeah. same thing, and get it. Otherwise, it takes you a whole year to get that achievement. That's cool. That's cool though. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, Animal Crossing mm-hmm. is my pick. It's not much to say. It's Animal Crossing. You run around, you pick flowers, you cut down trees, you listen to singing dogs, playing acoustic guitar, you pay off your mortgage. You plant mangoes, can't you? Um, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, you go fishing. You can go fishing. You can catch bugs. You don't get to date anybody in that game though. You want to? Yes. You want to, you want to date a? My guy wants to procreate. With animals. Yeah. They're, they've got... <laughs> look, Nintendo opened this Pandora's box by making these animals walk on two legs. How many people do you think... Presumably the these animals have same. genitalia between those two legs. You know? That rhino... Slider doesn't play that guitar for no reason. <laughs> That's right. What's the word? I'm not going to use a word. I don't know what it means. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> See, that dog's playing his guitar. He's like the naked cowboy in New York City. Yeah. It's just blocking his genitalia. Yeah. Everyone's got everyone's got junk in that game. Most people are naked in it. Like, KK Slider's naked. I once... Okay. I spent, I spent a lot of time in my life, like as a kid, play, when I was playing Animal Crossing, there was this cat who lived down the street from my house named Olivia. I loved her. But she was like a rich, like, bitch. You know, like, she was just like, like, oh, please leave me alone. You... <laughs> I I have things to do. She had a, she had a beauty mark. This cat had a beauty mark. I loved her, you know. And like, what's really cool about Animal Crossing is like, villagers come and go. Like, you know, like people can move out. They're sick of living there. You know, like you know, if you don't talk to them a lot, they might feel they send you a letter like, hey, look, man. You know, we didn't talk too much. I didn't feel welcome here. I'm out. And like, they leave. Um, and it's cool. And new animals move in. Uh, so it's always neat to see who you'll get. But I fell in love with Olivia for a long time, in real life. And, you know, I I spent, I didn't, now back then, like, unlike now where I can look up secrets for a game, you know, like, I don't know if this stuff's real or not. Um, uh, like, I'm like, I'm going to talk to her every day. Maybe one day she'll be like, I like you, Billy. Let's date. You know, and I talked to her every day. She never dated me. Um, pissed me off. And then the one day I turned the game on. Now, she was in my village for years, dude. I played Animal Crossing for years. I played it all throughout elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. most of middle school. I played Animal Crossing all the time. And she's lived there for a long time. I guess she finally had enough. I turned the game on, and uh, it was coincidentally the day she was moving. And if you're on the game at the moment that an animal is leaving the village, they do a little send-off. Like, they go like, I'm going, goodbye. They don't talk in the game. It has a weird gibberish. Mm-hmm. And the shows you getting on the train station and plays a song, and I'm just looking like, why? What did I do? Costing her for years. What? <laughs> what did I do? I love. So her. is Olivia the one on the boat today? Um, yeah. Not the villager. It's Olivia. No, if I had to put a character on the boat, it would be um, uh, Tom Nook. He's a fuck. Perfect guy you want on a boat. He's a sn- snivy little bitch. Anyway, that's my pick. Animal Crossing is great. I can talk about Animal Crossing for nine hours. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this has been the mixed Hixel. Podcast. <laughs> I hope you guys had a great time. You can find us on Twitter at a mixed pixel. You can let us know what you think of Horizon Zero Dawn or Zelda 
or the Switch, or about any of the three games mentioned on this week's Champion Quest, the favorite ones. Um, if you want to check us out on Facebook, you can do it at facebook.com slash a mixed pixel. You can subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Videos will be coming at some point in the future. Um, check us out on iTunes or Pocket Cast or any podcast service of your choice. Spread the word, share the links, listen on, and as always, I keep on mixing the pixels. <laughs> <laughs>